When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Happy Halloween, one and all. It's the Maury and Julia Show on My Talk 107 on Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. We have all sorts of uh, fun Halloween-themed photos for you to look at on the Laurie and Julia Show page, the Today Show, and GMA, and there's some other stuff on there, too. Jason Momoa Jason Momoa is posted. as Elvis. Mm. Now, the one non-Halloween mm. thing I posted for Laurie's uh, viewing pleasure is the Australian firefighters' yeah. calendar. They have no shirts. Well, That's hello, it. nurse. <laughs> I know. I mean, you know... Why not, Donnie? Well, you know, of course. You know, I know you. What we like every <laughs> yes. once in a while is to look at some man candy. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so last night Edina was trending number two on Twitter, right below yeah. um, the World Series, and I'm like, what? I'm like, what in the hell? <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Why is Edina trending right underneath the World Series? Well. I'll tell you why. Okay. Gossip Ghoul tweeted it. That's where I noticed it. I saw Edina was trending in Minnesota, and I was like, what the bleep is trending in Edina? <laughs> and it was a list of the worst city in every state, LMAO. Yeah. You mean the most hated city? The Mo- most hate. Yeah, the worst city in every state oh. is what, uh, from Matt Shirley. And uh, <laughs> and then someone else tweeted, the one thing that united unites Minnesota more than anything else is the hatred of Edina. I'm inspired. And anyway, oh, it's a funny, funny thing. So all these people were piling oh, on with their yeah. Edina, their cake eater stories. Yeah, their cake eaters, yeah. You know, this thing. And, and being having gone to high school at Duluth East in Duluth, we were always called cake eaters. Oh. And I will just say that people who are called cake eaters, they just, they own it, they embrace it. Like at hockey games, we used to stand up and wave uh, money at the other team <laughs> and they'd come skating on the ice, wow. uh, eat cake. <laughs> yeah, um, the, so you were just owning it. Like, fine, you're going to try to insult me that way? Yeah, and then fine, you, just, you like, own it. So I feel it. like that's what's happening. But, um, um, Anyway, there was a lot of people. Um, oh, Minnesota Twitter showed up last night. It showed <laughs> it up. Really it was did. absolutely hilarious. And in Wisconsin, they say the most hated city is Mani- Manitowoc. Manitowoc. That's huh? the location of making a murderer, isn't it? Yes. Oh, yes. Maybe yeah. That's why. Yeah. Well, you know, some things have been happening there. I guess yeah. so. In um, 
gosh, poor old uh, Iowa, Cedar Rapids, which I always think is the cutest city in in Illinois. They hate Cairo, Indiana, poor old Gary Dayton taking it in the shorts. It's actually pronounced Cairo for some reason. And it's it's abandoned because I was like, Cairo, what the heck is that? So I looked it up and it's an abandoned town. How about Texas? Dallas is the worst city. I feel like that's probably... Easy for them. I would imagine that Dallas maybe has an Adina-like reputation among yeah. the big cities in yeah, Texas. I could does. totally be making that up, but it sounds like nice. anyway. I don't. It's according to this one guy's Instagram, so it isn't from from anything, but it did make me laugh, and it got a lot of traction last <laughs> yeah. night. So. Well, we love you, Adina. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I have to share this real quickly. Okay. Please. I had just the first time I went to a state hockey tournament. It was late Boys. 70s, and at, at the time, there were two Edina high schools. It was East and East West. East and West, that's right. And I was at the championship game, and Edina, East or West, won it. Mm-hmm. And I still remember the students chanting, Let the meat cake! We won the state! <laughs> oh, <laughs> vicious! Ruthless! Oh. That's what you gotta do if you get the cake eater thing, is you just gotta own it. That's true. Yeah. I decided, I grew up in a town that was decidedly not... Of the cake eater variety, yeah. so no one was yelling that, and we were not embracing that, and so. you were not waving your doll. Yeah, no, one no, was we were not. Nobody, nobody was calling us that where I grew yeah. up. So, but you know, Adina, the villainous hockey team from the Mighty Ducks. That's right. And then <laughs> Kate, Katie Reed had a, a story in the Star Tribune, and she's like, "It's Halloween. It's time for scary ghost stories." But sorry to disappoint you, although there's no shortage of ghost stories around the Twin Cities. There's not a lot of terrifying stories. Minnesota ghosts are like the rest of Minnesota, semi-quasi-passive-aggressive nice. So if you hear someone go, oh, in the night, yeah, there it's it probably is. a Minnesota ghost. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to excuse me, sorry. And the ghost would also take forever to say goodbye, goodbye because that's what right. happens in Minnesota. Apparently there was a ghost <laughs> that haunted the my pillow call center that could be called rude because apparently it would try and crawl under your stall at the in a bathroom which to me seems very scary and i don't know why they don't think that's a scary story i mean is that scary the pervert ghost at the my pillow call center it's a petticoated girl would crawl under the doors oh, okay. into the stalls. Well, where I wonder where their office is. A petticoated it was a, um it was in an old schoolhouse oh. in the city of Carver. Ooh. And they kept seeing this ghost and she kept trying to crawl under the stall. Now, I, to me, that seems like a terrifying ghost story. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You all of a sudden, you're just sitting there. No, no, no. And, ah. then, and then Katie says, uh, and then I guess the Lafayette Club. And uh, I went to a very fun Halloween party one time there in Minnetonka. Because that club is over 100 years old. They There's this... There's a, a like a little kid that haunts that place. And in 2006, a set of like a little kid's footprints appeared on the floor by the club's ice machine. They mopped and scrubbed, but they could not get the black footprints off the red floor. Nope. Nope. That's when you go. <laughs> another set of kids' footprints appeared in fresh concrete around the club's new pool. Oh, that's creepy. No, that's when you decide to say, look, uh, I'm going to be calling in today. And, and then they that called me- in. The Lafayette call, called in the Anoka Paranormal Investigations. Usually we have that one guy on, Don, Donnie. 
I think he was on the morning show. Oh, was he? Well, okay. Our very own Don McLean is part of a paranormal society. Yeah, she, she does yeah. these investigations. Yeah. It's so they tried to contact this little girl who was haunting the Lafayette Club, and the footprints disappeared in both locations after they intervened. So the ghost was like, oh, mm, I'm going to go now. Yeah. Mm. Well,. Here's another one. I don't know why this Katie thinks these ghosts are nice. These stories are scaring me. One night after midnight, and this is the um, club's general manager at the Lafayette Club sharing this. One night after midnight, he and a co-worker rode an elevator up to the third floor to put away party decorations. The elevator door opened. We pushed the cart out. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it felt cold, Mm-mm. damp, and the hairs on the back of our neck stood up. We looked down the hallway there was something floating down the hall, uh-huh. something green. We looked at each other, backed into the elevator, and pushed the button for the first floor. Now, just those three stories right there are scaring me. Yeah. Okay, well, so Minnesota is scary. I think we so. undersold yeah. our supernatural freakiness. I guess so. <laughs> I I got all those, all all three of those stories. Have uh, you ever seen a ghost, Lori? I know we got to go to break, but. Uh, no. no. I ever kind of had any of those situations where you just felt the hair on the back of your neck stand up, a cold breeze, a, mm. something in a photograph, anything? No, I, I haven't. I, oh. I haven't. I've been, you know, scared. Like, after I saw The Exorcist. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. like, I was convinced mm-hmm. I was going to be possessed. Oh. You know, yeah. like, I, that was, I saw that movie and I was way too young, but... No, I don't think I've ever had anything. Mm. Donnie, have you? No, no. nothing like that. Ooh. Nothing like that. How about you, Holly? <laughs> a little bit, but we got to go to break. Okay. So. Go to break. Maybe we'll come back with a random ghost story or two. Happy Halloween, my talkers. It's the gory and ghoulia show. With producer Danny. Come play with us, Danny. Feeling in for the departed Ghoulia, the legend of Sleepy Hollow. On My Talk 1071. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. <clears throat> Donnie, <laughs> you did not really give Holly and I and the rest of us the full, uh, you know, meaning of this uh, calendar that you posted featuring the shirtless firefighters and darling animals. And they're wearing, the firefighters are in their turnout gear, but with no shirt. Yes. This is simply delightful. Yes. <laughs> that, I mean, Don, the guy you, you know, I, with the koala. You yeah, undersold yeah, I, well, the experience. Well, I, you know, I search high and low. Look the at beautiful the, man with yeah. a kitten on his left shoulder. Yeah, I know. The guy nuzzling a pony, oh. a miniature pony. <laughs> yeah, boy. And the little puppy kissing the guy on the cheek Cheeks. and the cat on the shoulder and uh. then posing with the kangaroo and that is so sexy the guys they're just wearing the turnout gear which is what they call what they jump into yeah. suspenders for those of us who are not in the pants they just yeah. can jump right into it they're, they're, it's not called like a uniform or whatever they call it their turnout gear and the suspenders oh there's <laughs> even one with a kangaroo yeah. 
Let us fan you off, Lori. <laughs> that is really a, a nice <laughs> Halloween treat. It, it is. is. For is people treat, who yes. like man candy yeah, well, instead of Halloween yeah, candy. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, you know, they do this survey every year. You know, the best and worst things for the best is any full-size candy bar. Oh, for best for trick-or-treating. So if you're going and out to somebody's house. Reese's peanut butter cups. Well, yeah, of oh, course those, those are the best. The worst, broken glow sticks. Hello, clean. Nah. Or candy <laughs> from a restaurant's free candy dish. Oh, my gosh. Somebody actually <laughs> like does mince? that? Yeah. I thought mints. Collect the them all year long. <laughs> oh Here's an Andy's from the oh Olive God. Garden. Yeah, really. Here's the peppermint oh, from man. the Red Lobster here. That is um, wrong. I'm surprised somebody didn't put, like, condiment packets. Well... Like I'm that's sure a, empty done. out all that fire sauce that's been sitting in your kitchen oh my for the gosh. past nine months. I I don't know that that's <laughs> that's just like a one time offense. That's like one house and then you'll re- never go back to that house again. But I don't know if you guys saw CBS Sunday Morning the story about the Mars family. And yes, the candy. I did. Yes, I saw it. You know because they are still owned by the Mars family. They're privately owned company. Yes. Yep. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. They say that everything tastes exactly the same way as great, great grandfather Mars as he made it, blah, blah, blah. So they are so buttoned down with their everything that they are the ones who trademarked fun size and they sue anybody else that's not a Mars candy bar that tries to use that on their packaging. Well, okay. fun size is really misleading. Because that ain't fun. It's so small. How can that be fun? King size should be fun size. I know, but that was another way of selling another stream of candy that's just made at one time a year. It's brilliant. Yes, I know. It's brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Um, let's see. Do you, and about haunted houses, it's kind of split. 50 people, 50% of people like, um, 50% don't like going to Or them. they've never been in one. I've been, I think that I've been to Valley Scare. Oh, yeah. I have. Once or twice. Trail of Terror is good. Yes. The Dead Hay Ride mm-hmm. up by Forest Lake. Mm-hmm. I, Casey and I have done them all. The, thing, the key for me, because I do get scared, the remote control fart machine. Casey brings it with. What? Why? Because it breaks, break the, the it breaks the tension. Oh, no oh, pun God, intended. Oh, Lori. oh yeah, we've we've <laughs> we've made doing? people laugh. We've <laughs> helped scared people oh, who were my. really terrified. Oh, we what? saw one lady absolutely just get so mad at her husband. She's like, Earl, you promised me. <laughs> what are you? You're like, oh, Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's it's really a good one, and it's Casey or I. Usually Casey sticks it in his over pocket, but we played it on all these scary things: the hayride, the walking things. The this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The maze. Yes. Oh, it just breaks <laughs> oh the tension. That's number 16, by yeah. the way, oh, on my app. You. There's an app for it that. It really does. Just. Of course there is. Uh, would you object to um, a Halloween display that includes baby dolls and guillotines? No, no, yeah. no. Why did somebody ask that? Yeah. It, oh, did somebody? If that was get too upset? much, yeah, that's, that's too, too much. much. And too much. if you wanna, I guess, don't hand out wax lips. Well, where do you even buy wax lips besides the electric fetus? I didn't even know that wax lips were still a thing that you could well, buy. I, I don't know. Would you love to have a pair of wax lips right now, just chewing on them? I used to love those little coca, those little bottles. Soda pops, yeah. Oh, the little wax the bottles liquid with the liquid, liquid and then you could kind of chew yeah. on the wax. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, Holly. I grew up in the olden days. We were desperate we for chew- candy. We, so know. we chewed on wax. We did. Um, I, I did too. Yeah. And don't uh, forget Chipotle. They're doing the four dollar something. Julia told us just go in and ask for the four dollar thing. Oh, you don't I have to be in so- costume. I heard yeah. somewhere on the radio that I give something for four dollars. <laughs> And um, Thanks, if you want, if you really love scary stories, just short scary stories, Jezebel does this every year. They take submissions and then they compile the 10 scariest stories. Mm-hmm. You ever hear that's kind of a good one. Yeah. And I, I want to let people just circling back yeah, quick. The Chipotle, Chipotle Halloween deal is mm-hmm. a $4 burrito. Yeah, that's if it. If you dress up in costume and you show up to Chipotle, you can get a burrito, a bowl, a salad or tacos for $4. Okay. Lay a base before you go yeah. to your party. <laughs> and next year, I know that Julia and I, and I know Casey is going to dress up because next year, Halloween is on a Saturday. That's right, because it's a leap year next year. And I I I already told Julia, I said, people are in such a shock. I would love to get as many of your family members, which just means, you know, her brother, her two brothers, (laughs) And we could dress up in some kind of a group costume. Well, yeah, because you can go out. It's Saturday and night. We can, and it can be like, maybe there'll be some great pop culture moment, too, that we can dress up as. If only we could predict the future. Yeah, we can. Where's my carnage? I like thing? knowing next year that it's going to be on a Saturday night. It just makes me feel good. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like Christmas Planning is coming ahead, early. everybody. <laughs> Let's just plan ahead. Oh. What was the scariest book you ever read that you remember that you read that's terrified you? Donnie? Uh, Curious book. It. The original The original It. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. For me, The Shining. <gasps> Some Stephen King short story compilation. I don't remember what it was called. Oh. Night Shift? Is that one? Yes. 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 The story Shift, The Raft yeah. was on that one. Oh. oh, my gosh. All right, listen. We will be back. We've got some music news to share with you. And once again, the dead earning celebrity is this same person. Happy Halloween, my talkers. It's the Gory and Ghoulia Show. With producer Danny. Come play with us, Danny. Filling in for the departed Ghoulia, the legend of Sleepy Hollow. On My Talk 1071. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no scarf to save you now. Oh, music. <laughs> Father Marin. You know, in Washington, D.C., you can go 
and go down those steps. Yeah. That he falls uh-huh. uh, in the movie. Mm. I saw that when I was doing some research for Julia's little trip because she's like, what am I going to do? Go to the exorcist stairs. Because I never saw that movie. Oh. No, of course she hasn't. That is a very scary movie to me. Absolutely frightening movie. Well, I was saying to Lori off of the air about the exorcist is that by the time that I got to actually watch the movie, it had become a meme. All the actually frightening things about that film, the the throwing up and the things. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. (laughs) So it was all out of context. It wasn't scary anymore. Right, so it wasn't scary anymore. So it was like, oh, man, I really wish I could have seen this movie when it was in the theaters to scare the crap out of me. Oh, man. And and the book scared the crap out of people. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I never read the book. William Blatty, a lot of people. William Peter Blatty, yep. Uh, you know, we're like, oh, that book was so scary. I never wanted to see the movie. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people never read the book and saw the movie, and yeah. it was scary. <laughs> Linda Blair, remember she was in it? Oh my god, yeah, and never. I mean, I she did like the prison movies yeah, that seemed to be very yeah, the women in prison movies uh, that happened yeah. in the 80s or something yeah. did she do a roller disco movie she did, yeah, yeah but yeah her she didn't ever her career never really went anywhere not really yeah and she yeah. was a kid when she she was oh yeah 12 13 yeah something, something like, like that, that. she was so, very young when she played that part it's not like uh every child actor ever has yeah. i mean it's more unusual if they do go on to continue mm-hmm. acting. But will either of you pretend not to be home tonight for trick-or-treaters? No. Absolutely. Okay. okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the lights are off. Click. Come on. By. Luckily, really? my, yeah, luckily in my neighborhood, there aren't a ton of trick-or-treaters because I feel like they go to the... People understand the good neighborhoods. They yes. know where they're going to get yes. the regular, the king-size candy bars, and it's not on my block. Yeah. Because there's a lot of young college people on my block too, you got, so it's yeah. like they're not they're out. They're not they're answering the, the door. No, they're not answering. I know the St. Thomas kids that trick or treat for. Um, they go. They're going to party later, but they do their. They do go out and they trick or treat for canned goods. Oh, oh that's a good idea. Food, yeah. I like that. And stuff. Ooh. Yeah, I would answer the door for that. You but would. how would I know? Okay, um, (laughs) before we get to the uh, top-earning dead celebrity, which is really not a surprise, I just was like, because do you remember when New York City, when uh, Mayor Bloomberg wanted to regulate regulate the size of soft drinks? Yes. Yes, and tax it. Yes, Mm -hmm. all this stuff. Well, guess what is happening? Now, this is the New York City Council. They... In 2022, after 2022, you will no longer be able to buy in the city of New York foie gras. Mm. It will be banned. Well, that's always been controversial because of Danny, they force feed the goose. Right? Yeah, I know, I know that, I know that, but it strikes me as so ironic. New York City, liberal city, yet in many ways, New York is like a backward state because they don't even have no fault divorce there. Someone has to be found at fault. That's like seems so 20th century. Mm-hmm. You know, it just seems outdated. 19th. I don't know. It just seems like uh, the whole state of California banned it. The whole state of the California. Whole state. Well, yeah. It, it's starting now? Uh, I or believe, starting in a couple of years? Well, I think that it's... I don't know when it's going to affect. The law went into effect in 2012, but the foie gras industry 
brought it all the way to the United States Supreme Court, which rejected the industry's challenge to the state ban. So I assume that it's probably going to go into effect sometime, if not already. I mean, is this a slippery slope? Nah, this is not a slippery slope. I don't mean to use that (laughs) pun because Fogwa is like not even an album. Not really, you know. No, I I think that this. I think. But I also think I feel weird about like that they're banning that. I think that this is not a slippery slope. So, no, I think that this is a very specific thing about the treatment of animals. Yeah. Yeah. And so this isn't about. I mean, if somebody really thinks no one should be eating anything that is an animal, because there are people who are that way too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you have a point, Lori, but I think with this specifically, right. it's it's not going to go out into the broader world of the way that we consume animals. But you're All right, right, to me, it felt like New York City was having like the moment I had, you know, when I found out the French were arguing about camembert, and that just felt so what? French. What? 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 <laughs> what were they, why? What are you the, about? the French farmers don't, they want... <laughs> True camembert is not pasteurized. Well, to sell camembert, to import it from France, it would oh, have to be pasteurized. Of course. And so the, the camembert, though, to, to be called that, you have to, everybody has to agree it's made the same way. They've been fighting about this like for 40 years in France <laughs> because half the farmers want to import it to the U.S. Yes. And half of them say, well, but then it wouldn't be camembert. So it's like, Champagne versus sparkling yeah. wine. I don't know. I was just, mm. just, just, it was a thought. I, I just had. It was a good thought. It, it just seems fun. like New York City, I think of it as being such a liberal place. And mm-hmm. then, then I'm like, oh, good. You know, who, that the New York City Council is worried about foie gras and ducks. Yeah, could be. Could be. All right. Well, how about the private pathologist who confirmed what we all already know? Jeffrey Epstein was murdered, y'all. What? Mm-mm. No. Mm. I know. What Nobody say? cares except for the victims because they're not going to get any justice. Yeah. But so many people had so much to gain by him being dead. And this pathologist said, he said, yeah, of course he did not. The, the evidence, just the... We didn't. We know it. The next day, when the we found out, oh gee, the camera didn't work. The two guards were napping. They weren't regular people. <laughs> no one went by. Oh yeah, just two weeks yeah. before. I mean, but Ooh. nobody. There's so many. Probably, where is the goods that Epstein kept though? Who got in his safe where he had all his blackmail stuff on all the powerful people? Yeah. With all, there on are Prince Andrew, Andrew, who knows what he had on different politicians. I mean, he had so many. There's so much in this Jeffrey Epstein case that there are so many questions. And you're right where it's like, OK, I can kind of do the math about Jeffrey Epstein's death and look at it with a, a scant eye, with a raised eyebrow, because yeah. it's all just so convenient. So and it, convenient. And to your point, Lori, there's a lot of people who have a lot to lose by all of this information about Jeffrey Epstein becoming public. So who and so, got in his safes? Would it be I his lawyers? Are they sitting on it? His brother? <clears throat> There's no less than three television things that have been optioned mm-hmm. about this. The weirdest one is um, Patricia Heaton is developing a Jeffrey Epstein series. Huh. Lifetime. Mm-hmm. 
is working on a docu-series called Surviving Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein. And then Adam McKay is going to do a show for HBO based on the Miami Herald's journal, you know, that investigative reporter, Julie K. Brown, she's got a book coming out about Epstein and what she uncovered is what led him to his arrest. So this HBO, that's the one that sounds like it would be like a looming tower, like it'll be really in-depth because Mm -hmm. it's backed by the, the, um, you know, that Miami Herald reporter. And That's the, the one I'd want to see. Yeah, but I'd watch probably the one on Lifetime because they did such an incredible job of surviving R. Kelly. And that show is the reason R. Kelly's in jail Right, today. I'd watch them all because oh. this is one of those cases that it's fell such out of a, public view. I mean, because and it hasn't been top of mind because, oh, look, he's dead. He's dead. And so... so to your point, Lori, how is justice going to be served when this man and who is knows not all anymore? of the dirty mm-hmm. secrets that you know Epstein had on yep. maybe on Bill Clinton, maybe for well for sure on Prince Andrew, but on anybody who was in his regular orbit yep. that were these powerful. I mean, he had to have kept. Well, and then the relationship. Some receipts. Well, right. The Jeff. I think. Um, the, his relationship with um, the person who was bankrolling him, the head of limited companies, the head of Victoria's Secret, Secret. and uh, like all this real estate stuff. What was going? I mean, we could go on for days. Right. And we could make like a weird conspiracy theory chart. Yeah, connecting who all knows? These uh, like together. he could have had Russian oligarchs, Chinese. Um, you know. Very important business people who mm-hmm. own a lot of real estate or gold or whatever people might own, but he was in the business of hooking up people with their deepest, darkest fantasies and stuff. So you cannot tell me that he did not learn a long time ago to keep some. I've watched too much. TV. I, I, know. I, think you I have, know. Yeah. That's what I'm like. I, <laughs> I, in this true. conversation, no, it's true, right? In, in, this, in this conversation, we've learned that we know nothing, but yet, but yet we know a lot. We know <laughs> like, a lot, but I mean, you just gotta believe that he would have had insurance. Yeah, but yes, he didn't yes. keep him from getting strangled saying. in jail. Yeah. Well, somebody silenced him. But why? And because of what he knows. But and what where is what he knows? Where are the receipts? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Woodward and Bernstein, we are not. <laughs> no, I know. All right, listen. And by the way, the top earning dead celebrity once again, you guys, is Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Since he died in um two thousand and eight or two thousand and nine, excuse me, and then followed by Elvis and Charles Schultz. Peanuts. Peanuts. It's kind of been the same. Group of yes, people it has. for the like we you know doesn't change much yeah Prince was on the list last year or two years ago the year he died I want to say he's back in the top ten he is he's number nine number nine mm-hmm. yeah that's what I thought so it is like I guess that that is the only thing that really changes on the list is when somebody somebody big new? big yes yes you mm-hmm. know that that has big. like long oh, yeah. lasting yeah. fans mm-hmm. yes and time. something that they can license out yeah all right listen we are going to Hollywood speak when we come back my talk 1071 everything I'm having an old friend for dinner entertainment happy Halloween my talkers it's the gory and ghoulia show <laughs> with producer Danny come play 
Filling in for the departed Ghoulia, the legend of Sleepy Hollow. On My Talk 1071. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood's speaking! What is the meaning of this? Oh my gosh. Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Holly just gave me like a Hollywood speak for the murder of Jeffrey Epstein that's being disguised as suicide. What? Okay. <laughs> Holly! Tell us more. <laughs> My theory. Oh, well, okay. The well, Hollywood speak let's, on it. Let's put our tinfoil hats on. Not really, Holly. <laughs> this makes so much sense. The well, other but, thing it does. Well, I'm just saying that, okay, the death of Jeffrey Epstein officially died by suicide. But to the person who's watching at home, putting together the pieces of the puzzle, being like, well, all of this is just rather convenient now, isn't it? Yeah. You're just, you're looking at some of the facts that are coming out and it's just really not adding up. Well, my theory about all of that is this is a case of hiding in plain sight. Somebody didn't want Jeffrey Epstein around. So they're fl- a lot of people. A maybe. lot of people. We don't know who, what, who, where, right. any number of uh, people in the rogues gallery there. But that this was just like a flex of power, of being like, we can do this in plain sight oh, in absolutely. front of you. Yeah. And we're going to flex our muscle and we're going to say, there's nothing that you can do about yeah, it. Totally. You can't do anything about no. it. We're just going to, you know, it's going to be officially deemed one thing, but you know, in your mind, putting it together that it just intuitively doesn't seem like the things are adding up, but yeah. it doesn't matter. Ha! I we got you. Yeah. Look who we did to him. And he was in, Federal custody, mm-hmm. supposedly. Nobody's untouchable. Though. Nobody's yeah. untouchable. No. It's a message. Mm-hmm. Always oh a way word. to get to Jeez. Yep. <laughs> and this was what we see in like mafia movies when it, you know, the the Godfather has to agree. You know, if a made man can be taken out, it has to be an agreement. That's right. Or even like in the movie Goodfellas, when yes. you know the whole thing about like taking the life of a made man or like that yes. scene when Henry Hill pulls up and he says, look, man, I knew that this was the cops because I could hear them yell at me. Yeah. If it was the mafia, I would have already been just gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. A little f- power flex. Jeez, Holly. Okay. <laughs> All right, anyway, subscribe to my crazy newsletter if you want. <laughs> I like it, though. But you're right, Holly. I mean, it, it sends such a just an... And it was just like, okay, that's done. And of course, who's going to... 
you know, yeah. nobody really cared because he wasn't like a a good guy. No, in no. any way. So it's like people are just like, oh well, I guess karmic justice was. Served. You know what it reminded me of? Mm-hmm. I can just imagine in in the the X Files. Holly, did you watch the X Files? Off and on. Okay. You know, the people that knew about the invasion, they were these guys that would meet in secret and sit okay. around a table. They was, these were the kind of people that got together and sat around a table and said, we got to take this guy out. Yeah, but Donnie, the X-Files was, they were, weren't they, weren't they the, the, all the guys that knew that there had been like an alien invasion? Yes, that's what, but the, the, they were all, they could get to anybody at any time. Yeah. yeah, or there's like the episode of the X-Files. I think that there's somebody who made an engine that ran on water. Then there were certain people who didn't want that engine that ran on water, water. to be developed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have ways of controlling yeah. right. those ideas. Oh All right. Well, <laughs> where's here, our tinfoils? Right here. Here, here is, I'm just going to uns, uh, unspell Us Weekly, who um, they lead with this headline Harry Style throws his wig in the ring for a spot on RuPaul's Drag Race. Wig. Okay. This is, he was on the radio show uh, in the UK a couple days ago, and the Host asked him, would you do RuPaul's Drag Race Celebrity Edition? He said, yeah, why not? So they've taken the yeah, why not and made it. He's on the show. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, he did say that he was doing some things, and that's the reason why he couldn't sign on to play Prince Eric and the Little Mermaid. That's not why he's... No, uh, (laughs) Us Weekly going with it. Be like, this could be one of those things. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, doesn't he have new music? Maybe he's going to tour. Maybe he's going to act. He's already got another gig. Tim McGraw did an interview. Um, or no, it's on Men's Health. He's on the cover of Men's Health in the interview. He's talking about, um, you know, well, I will say this. Here's what Men's Health rate, health rates. McGraw wants you to know that he's become one of a growing number of celebrities leveraging global superstardom to build fitness and wellness brands. And when you speak about women, they call them lifestyle brands. But men get to have the title fitness and wellness. Women get the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's just... Mm. The- well, it's just like, you know, when they made pen, big pens for, for ladies. Oh, <laughs> like, well, they were slimmer. Yeah, it was oh, just like... The, the ladies' yeah. hands. I mean, they're selling the same thing. It's all yeah, the same yeah, thing. It's all, it's the, all the mind, yeah. body, and soul thing. But my yeah. favorite thing in the interview was... I use my whole body to sing, my legs, my butt, and uh, I just have more control over all of that for my singing. And I thought, well, mm. I know some people's butts sing when they eat real spicy food. <laughs> 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 Not sure that's what he meant. But. No, I think he must. <laughs> if I read the whole thing, I'm sure it was just that. You know, he's, I don't know. He probably I, clenches his cheeks, cheeks when he hits one of those notes. notes I don't right. know a Tim McGraw song, but, you know, just hit that high note. and uh, Yeah, he's working with Snap Fitness. Oh, well, that's a That's right. Yes. I forgot yeah. about that. Yes. Well, his whole Insta And lately. his new book is coming out, Grit and Grace, Train the Mind, Train the Body, Own Your Life. And he said that uh, he... Started working out in his mid forties because his daughter saw him up on the concert big screen and she said, "You're getting big, <laughs> little, little doughy up there, Dan." Tim McGraw, <laughs> to his credit, 
has had a massive glow up. Yeah. I mean, if, if you Google pictures of yeah. Tim McGraw from when he first hit the scene, like when he was singing that song, Don't Take the Girl, yeah. and then you compare him to now, I mean, kudos to him. I will buy what he's selling. Yeah, I know it. Like, good on him. He loves kettlebells, TRX straps, and battle ropes. Ooh. It was 11 years ago and 40 pounds ago. 40 pounds? Yeah, he stopped oh. drinking. He got mm-hmm. sober. Mm. He... Well, um. Fun make a big difference yeah and he just said i just realized i was in the prime of my career and i just ditched alcohol burgers all my truck stop foods and just started walking in the morning that's how i turned into then doing 20 minute runs and you know he was so i mean I think he will sell a lot of his book i'm looking at his instagram account i'm saying tim mcgraw hey hey, hey. okay hey. uh here's this is from people magazine um uh, this is, uh, I finally got to read the Lori Laughlin. She's on the cover of it, um, that she's very worried about what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Here's a quote I think we can all enjoy. Lori is a fantastic mother who would take the fall for the girls, even if it cost her everything. What does she think? She's a what? gangster taking the fall? She's going to take the fall She's going to take the, the fall. They're going to make her an offer. Because taking the fall for someone implies you're taking the fall for someone who is actually guilty. You're the guilty one, You're the one, guilty Lori. one. You're taking the fall for yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, her daughters must have known yeah, something I, I convinced they knew on. when they were told to pose for pictures in the crew boat that something was up. Yeah. I mean, who does you she know. think she is? Frank Pantangeli from Godfather 2? It's, taking the it's so on. weird. Like, that is the verbatim quote oh, from the article. And I'm like, oh. I, she doesn't understand. Last week, there was a story she thought she was being made a scapegoat. Oh, goodness. She really Wham. is 